0: Welcome to the Cowboys Beat audio podcast, streaming live on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network, where we talk about everything related to America's team. Prescott got a carry and reach flip sets up first and goal at the. Hosted by none other than Chris K. Third and seven, blitz coming. Prescott in trouble, lofting it to the corner. You may know him from his work on TikTok, but now he's taking over the podcasting world. We're not here to take part, we're here to take over. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Cowboys Beat Audio podcast for August 19th, 2022. And today we are going to be talking about the Cowboys potentially trading for Roquan Smith. And we'll also be talking about the five things to look for in week two of the preseason for when the Cowboys play the Los Angeles Chargers. But before we get into the episode, please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. A five-star rating would be greatly appreciated. Let's get to it. Roquan Smith has requested a trade from the Chicago Bears. I don't blame him, and the Cowboys have been linked to Smith by some reporters around the league. Let me make one thing clear. When I say linked, I mean that some writers around the league are saying that the Cowboys make sense as a potential shooter. Us as Cowboys fans know that there's no way that this is going to happen, and the Cowboys are certainly not a suitor for the services of Roquan Smith. The two things that the Cowboys front office is not interested in parting ways with is draft picks and money, and those are two things that... You would have to part ways with if you were to trade for Roquan Smith. I can't see Chicago getting anything less than a second round pick if they were to trade him and if that is the case there's no way they trade for him. Another big reason why this won't happen either is because the Cowboys really value their draft picks and put a lot of work into scouting these kids in college and to their credit the Cowboys have drafted very well and they should have confidence in their ability to draft well. I don't see a world where the Cowboys trade for him regardless of the draft capital however and that's because of the confidence contract he would demand, and let's face it, he's an off-ball linebacker. Those type of linebackers usually tend not to get paid what Roquan Smith will be demanding, and honestly, it's a thing with positional value, and an off-ball linebacker just doesn't have the type of respect that the position honestly deserves. One positive that came out of the Cowboys' preseason game is that the linebackers were all over the field. Devin Harper, Malik Jefferson, and Story Jackson had themselves a game, and the Cowboys are going to have to come to a hard decision when it comes to cutting one of those guys. And even though those guys aren't going to be key contributors to the Cowboys defense this year, look at the Cowboys linebacker room going into the future. Micah Parsons, Damone Clark, Jabril Cox, and Devin Harper. Now Roquan Smith is better than everybody I just mentioned outside of Micah, but at the same time, Roquan Smith comes with a premium price tag attached to him, and I just don't believe that it makes sense for the Cowboys to trade for him. I just can't see a world where the Cowboys trade for him. It makes no sense at this time to do it. Plus, the Cowboys look pretty good at linebacker at the moment going into the season with Micah, Leighton Vander Esch, Jabril Cox, and Anthony Barr. Can't lie, though a Micah, Roquan Smith, Jabril Cox, and Damone Clark linebacker room would be crazy, but it will not happen, so don't get your hopes up. Let's talk about five things to look out for in the second preseason game versus the Chargers. Penalties are going to be number one on this list for me. I'm not going to make a big deal out of the first game where the Cowboys were flagged 17 times, which is absolutely insane, but I still look at it as it's only preseason and most of these guys won't be getting significant reps this upcoming season. I can't lie, though. This is certainly an issue. Now, how big of an issue is this is the big question. I think it's a little bit of an issue, but I'm not panicking about the penalties in the preseason. Now, if this was the first game in the season and the Cowboys committed that many penalties, I would be very concerned. But at the moment, I'm always slightly concerned about it. My problem about the penalties was that Mike McCarthy seemed unfazed by the amount of penalties that the Cowboys committed in the game. And I can't lie, his response to the amount of penalties does worry me. Here's what Mike McCarthy said about the penalties. Quote, I think we all recognize that it isn't the regular season. This is really the starting point that you go through every year, McCarthy said. This is the preseason. I don't think this has anything to do with last year. Obviously, you guys can write whatever you want, but it's a starting point. I don't like the number of penalties, to be clear. I talked about it at halftime and talked about it briefly in there. We'll take care of it and we'll look at it. I am excited about the fact that we came here, ran a lot of plays. I like the way we ran the ball and stopped the run. So that's a good starting point for us, a bigger emphasis this year. I do agree with him when he talks about how well they ran the ball and how good they did at stopping the run. But this is not the right response from him, and here's the reason why. Even if it's only preseason, this team lost in the playoffs because of penalties. And I believe a better response would have been, all things considered, it's preseason, but the penalties are unacceptable, and we'll work to we'll work to get better at being more disciplined. You have to hold these guys accountable for the penalties, especially as a coach, because people are going to point to you and look at how this team is undisciplined as a reflection. Of your coaching, I understand that it's only the second and third string guys, but the penalties cannot be this high again in the game versus the Chargers. They just can't be. Second thing I'm looking for is how the wide receivers play in this game. Guys, the Cowboys are going to have to make a tough decision pretty soon about these receivers. A guy that everybody talked about all training camp, TJ Vasher. I don't believe he makes this team. I mean, where's the roster spot for him? Let's look at the receiver core as it stands right now. CD, Tolbert, Brown, and Simi are all going to make the roster. How many receivers are the Cowboys going to carry? If they're carrying six, which I believe they most likely will, the last two guys are most likely going to be Cavante, Turpin and Dennis Houston. Maybe they carry seven receivers and go light at other positions, but even then, TJ hasn't played to the level of having to go heavy at a certain position because it's going to be hard to cut one of these guys, so he could very well not make this team. Look at how many guys you have on the defensive line. There's going to be around 12 guys who can make the team at that area of the field, so going even... Even light at receiver could be a possibility for the Cowboys, but I would be surprised if they keep more than six receivers, and I even think going that deep at receiver might be a little much. If, let's just say the Cowboys kept five receivers, which I believe they did last season, the five they would keep would have to be C.D., Jalen Tolbert, Noah Brown, Simi, and Kevontae Turpin. I don't see how the Cowboys cut Turpin. This is a guy that is going to be big in special teams. And I think that his speed is going to be needed on this team. Plus, he's been having a good training camp, according to reports. So I think he stays. I believe that Will Greer will be back this game. And from reports, he was by far the best quarterback on this team outside of Dak Prescott. So that will be good for the receivers so that we can get a better gauge of what we have in these receivers. Because Cooper Rush and Ben DiNucci were just not not it in that last preseason game. I don't know what in the hell happened to Cooper Rush, by the way. This guy had over 300 yards versus the Vikings to lead them to a win against an above-average Vikings team. And now he... He looks like this in the preseason. It's very interesting to say the least. And when I say interesting, I mean interesting in a bad way. Remember that a lot of analysts believe the Cowboys are going to lose to the Vikings this year. So just remember that. The two guys that I'm going to be having my eye on the most is Jalen Tolbert and Simi Fiocco because I believe that out of all the wide receivers that will be playing for the Cowboys in this game, those two guys have more potential than the other guys. I want to see how Jalen Tolbert bounces back from that game he had last week. Like I said in the last pod, it's hard to get a gauge on what we have in our receiver room based on the fact that the quarterbacks that were throwing them the ball were just not very good. Jalen is going to have to step it up this week because of how big of a role the Cowboys are going to ask him to play, and I personally hate that the Cowboys put Jalen in this position to begin with. Jalen is a third-round rookie receiver, and I understand that he's going to be the third receiver on this team when Gallup gets back, but still, for a rookie he has a lot of responsibility on his plate to say the least. I'm going to be paying close attention to Simi Fiocco as Well, this is a guy that has been having a really good camp. And in the Denver game, he had two receptions for 19 yards and a touchdown. Right now, Simi is probably the fourth guy on the depth chart for the Cowboys. But I think it's very possible that he could jump Noah Brown, even though Noah's been having a good camp as well. I just think that the Cowboys love Simi's potential. And I think he's going to get the upper hand in positional battles due to the potential that he has and that the Cowboys see in him. This is where it gets interesting to me. What is going to happen when Gallup and Washington get back? Are they going to carry Seth? Seven receivers... I would think that they have to by that point cut Noah or Simi, which I think is highly unlikely. Would they cut Turpin? I mean, the guy is going to be playing a really big role in special teams. I couldn't see them cutting him when Gallup and Washington return. So maybe the Cowboys go really deep at receiver this year. Only time will tell, but the receivers are going to be something that I will look out for in this game for sure. Third thing I'm looking for is how the offensive line is going to perform. Last week, I think the offensive line did a good job. Tyler Smith is the guy I'm looking for the most in this game. Tyler had a very nice first preseason game. I know people are concerned about the holding penalties, and I understand why people have that concern. But guys, he looks significantly better than he did when he was at Tulsa, and that's something to be excited about. When Tyler engaged with somebody on a block, they didn't move, which is why you should be encouraged, because he is only going to get stronger as his career goes on. The holding penalties he committed came from him just trying to destroy the guy on the other side, and that's something that is very easy to work with. It's the complete opposite of Connor Williams. Connor got called for holding because he wasn't strong enough and had no other choice but to hold. That's not the case with Tyler. I'm going to be th- Looking again this week at guys like Josh Ball and Matt Forniak, I know that Josh Ball has been struggling, but for now, he is the swing tackle. I don't think he should be the swing tackle at the moment, but the Cowboys are hell-bent on forcing him into that role at the moment. So all we can do as Cowboys fans is hope for the best, pretty much. I'm not totally out on Ball, however, in terms of his potential on this team. He's still a very young player who the Cowboys looked at as a project when they drafted him. I just don't think that at the moment he's ready for significant reps on this team. I'm curious about what they plan on doing if Tyron goes down. Is the plan for Josh Ball to step in for him if he gets injured? Or are the Cowboys going to put McGovern in at left guard and move Tyler over to left tackle? I really don't love that idea of moving Tyler to left tackle if Tyron goes down. Because, one, I just want him to focus on playing guard at the moment. And, two, I think it's just too much movement on the line if they do that. The best option would be to sign a veteran swing tackle and letting him slide in for Tyron. If and when he gets hurt, how great would it be if Tyron just shocked all of us and played every game this season? I think everybody in Cowboy Nation would love that. I just want to make sure we have a guy ready to step in because Tyron does play a very important position. And I want the Cowboys to have a solid backup for him. And I don't believe Josh Ball at the moment is that. Matt Forniak is interesting to me because he didn't look bad in his reps against Denver and I honestly think that the Cowboys should maybe consider seeing what they have with him playing left guard on top of playing center and here's the reason why and more specifically the reason why they should try him at left guard. Connor McGovern is not a swing guard. He is a right guard. Connor has shown that the left side just isn't for him and that the right side is a much better fit for him. We know what we have in McGovern as a left guard and that's a below average left guard. We don't know what we have Forniak, a left guard, and he did play guard in college, so why not give him some preseason reps and see if that could be a potential option? Because I just don't have faith in McGovern playing left guard. Not every backup guard is meant to be a swing guard, and that's completely fine, but it's important that we recognize that and not try to force a square peg into a round hole. One thing that I want to see from the Cowboys offensive line this week is better pass protection. Now the pass protection wasn't bad last week, but there's definitely room for improvement. The offensive line versus the run looked fantastic and I hope we keep that up because that is going to be key for us to start the season, especially with our lack at the receiver position right now. Fourth thing I'm looking for is how the corners bounce back from last week. Not necessarily the secondary, but the corners because we know the two safeties that are. Are most likely going to make this team that played last week are Marquise Bell and Israel McQuamu. The Cowboys might have a tough decision to make when it comes to the corners. Are the Cowboys going to keep seven corners? I can't see it happening. Will they keep or cut C.J. Goodwin? I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to go that way. If they do keep C.J. Goodwin, the Cowboys are going to have to decide between cutting nation Wright, Calvin Joseph, and Darren Bland. I don't know how you cut any of those three guys, but hey, the Cowboys put themselves in this position when they decided to draft two corners in back-to-back rounds. That's the thing as well. Kelvin Joseph was a second-round pick, but Nashawn Wright was a third round pick, and it's crazy to even think about cutting one of them, but you're not going to cut Darren Bland because he's playing very well at the moment, and the other guys aren't playing to his level at the moment. I would say that Darren Bland may have a higher ceiling than Kelvin and Nashawn right now. Let me just say this, though. Let's pump the brakes on Darren Bland. I'm excited about what I've seen and heard about Darren Bland so far, but we have to remember that this is only the preseason right now Darren Bland is the fourth corner on this team and that's the highest he is at the moment I would say that I feel better with Kelvin if we needed a guy to fill in a corner over Darren Bland however I like Bland and let's see how he continues to improve I actually don't believe that the corners played that bad against Denver I just believe that the Denver receivers made good plays in that game but for sure I want to see more out of these young corners Fifth thing I want to see is Sam Williams. I am very excited about Sam Williams. Even though he didn't end up with a sack in, in the game against Denver, he was right at the quarterback pretty much every play. What impressed me about Sam Williams is just like Tyler Smith, it looked like the Cowboys really worked on Sam's technique and his pass rush arsenal looks a lot more expanse than it did at Ole Miss. And even at Ole Miss, Sam had 12 and a half sacks in the SEC, the most competitive conference in college football. The main reason why I'm so excited about Sam Williams is because I believe that Dan Quinn really has a plan for Sam. We see this a lot with Dan Quinn where he has a a specific role for a player, and that looks like it's going to be the case with Sam Williams. His role on this defense will be to get after the passer on passing downs, and that's what Dan Quinn tends to do. He takes what you do good and makes a role on his defense that highlights that strength. The one thing that I saw on that roughing the passer play, which by the way was a really bad call, was that Sam put up his hand, and try to bat down the ball when he was rushing the passer. I always prefer for a pass rusher to keep running at the quarterback and make him react to you coming at him with a full head of steam rather than put your hand up and try to bat down the ball. Look at Micah, for example. He runs right at the quarterback and he makes them react to him closing in rather than the quarterback having his eyes down the field. I hope Sam can do the same thing. However, he looked awesome against Denver regardless of the stats he put up on paper. The defensive end position is a position where you can be really impactful without having crazy stats so I was really impressed with what I saw from Sam Williams and I'm excited to see what type of player Sam Williams can be for the Cowboys that's going to be it for the Cowboys beat audio podcast for August 19th 2022 thank you for tuning in and supporting the podcast if you haven't already please make sure to follow me on my social media platforms TikTok Instagram Twitter and YouTube Cowboys Beat on on all of them please make sure to follow the page and leave a five-star review and I'll see you guys next time thank you for listening to the Cowboys beat audio podcast Please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. We'll We'll see you you next next time time on on the Cowboys Cowboys Beat Beat Audio Audio Podcast. Podcast.